Well, it's back to school tomorrow. Only for the Reserve Bank Governor after his summer break away from the rate hike cycle because the Reserve Bank did not have to meet in January. Now, I know what you're thinking. What does Reserve Bank Governor Philip Lowe's tan look like? Well, forget the tan mortgage holders and retirees who've invested in cash because tomorrow is the first meeting where we will find out what the cash rate is going to be for February and potentially what the outlook is for 2023. Now, I think we agree that with the experts we've spoken to since we've been back on this year, that most people agree that inflation and the interest rate cycle is near its peak. But how long is there to go? Many economists are saying that there could be a half a percent lift for the year. Some economists this afternoon are coming out saying there could be a 0.4 to 0.5% lift tomorrow. I don't think it'll be that aggressive. I'm expecting a 0.25% lift to 3.35%. But unfortunately... I don't think that will be the last of them. Now, we'll get to savings in just a moment, but a 0.25% lift in terms of mortgage holders is a massive jump. Of course, this time last year, the RBA's cash rate was just 0.1%. Numbers from Canstar show another 0.25% rate rise tomorrow will increase mortgage repayments on a $500,000 loan over 30 years by a total of $11,628 per year. Steve Mickenbecker is a group executive with CanStar and joins me this evening on Money News. Steve, great to have you back on Money News for 2023. Great to be here, Scott. Thank you. Steve, this has been a huge jump for in the last nine months. And as your research says, many didn't budget for it. And it's been the equivalent of paying all your bills twice. Yeah, look, I don't think anyone expected anything like this. Now, the Reserve Bank Governor didn't, so why, why, how could any of us have really thought it could happen? The fact is that it's happened so fast. You know, people people who were paying around 2000 per month are now paying 3000 a month. Mm. Now, if you don't think that puts a hole in most household budgets, gee, <laughs> you're from a different planet than me. Uh, that really hurts people. And, and I, I think, Steve, that the big issue we've had is that most people haven't had the pay rise to support that repayment. And, you know, even in December, we saw the number of loans refinanced to a new lender growing by 18%. So people are certainly in panic mode and looking to shop around because they simply haven't had the pay rise to be able to afford this increase in interest costs. No, that's right. I mean, in certain sectors, there have been big pay rises, you know, digital sectors and and tech sectors and and what have you. But most people have had nowhere near the sort of pricing, uh, the wage increase they'd need to cover that, especially when it's on top of rising prices. Now, you know, the inflation rate's running at 7.8% for the year through to December. So you've got all of that plus this massive, massive uh, increase in your mortgage. We talked, we talked last week about the what's known as the lazy tax. Now, the lazy tax can be someone who doesn't shop around and just leaves their health insurance where it is, potentially leaves their personal loan where it is or car loan. But should people really be serious about switching their loan now rather than paying just what they were paying? Because in this environment of high inflation and high interest rates, which you touched on, Steve, people should be shopping around. Look, there is absolutely no question. Now, I'll give you an example just from the, uh, the, the period of this sort of rate cycle, this, this nine months or so. Uh, the rates have gone up by 3%. Yes. Uh, the average rate in April, before that all started, was 2.98. So it's 5.98, just below 6%, uh, is where the rate uh, would be for most people who have done nothing about renegotiating in that period. Uh, new borrowers are getting 0.4% better on average than that. 
But it gets even better than that, frankly. There's more opportunity than that because the best rate around on CanStar is 4.29% compared to that average of just below 6%. Uh, So the difference is 1.69%. When you think about it, that's more than half of the increases we've already had. So, you know, you can look at that and say, all right, it's costing $12,000 more for me per annum if I do nothing, but if I get into that cheap loan, I can halve that to 6000 Now, if you don't take advantage of that, you've got rocks in your head, to be honest. So to translate that, Steve, you're saying then that maybe the big four banks hold the majority of loans, I think particularly CBA and Westpac, but they're not offering the best rates. So customers who are with the big four, if they don't at least look around and try and switch to get a better deal, and there are circumstances that mean they can't switch, there might be full-time to part-time or a potential redundancy or pregnancy or time off work, then those customers are really losing out. Look, that's right. And it's not just the big banks. All sorts of banks have uh, a, a, a bigger, a, a higher interest rate in what's called the back books. That's the existing borrowers than they have for new customers. Uh, they want to keep attracting new customers. Uh, so, you know, they're being subsidised by the existing borrowers. Uh, so there's opportunity for almost everybody. Now, you're right. If you've borrowed at the peak in the market, you know, first home buyer and you didn't have much equity, you took out a big loan and you borrowed right at the peak, uh, and your income hasn't gone up, well, yeah, you're, you're going to struggle to, to get refinanced because the banks have become pretty selective. You know, they want people with lots of equity, head on their loans, good credit record, and, um, and, uh, and, and room under their income to uh, cover future increases. So, you know, not everyone can access this. But if you can, take advantage of the fact that you've had growth in your house, uh, you've got more equity, Use it for your benefits by refinancing. Get into a great deal now. In in the refinancing market, there has certainly been a fall in the amount of lending capacity despite an increase in the amount of people refinancing. What do you expect in 2023, especially in my, in my expectation, I expect the interest rate tomorrow and interest rate in March, which will mean that that lending pressure might start to tighten again? Look, I'm with you. I'm expecting two more increases for now. Uh, and then a pause, but I don't necessarily think that's permanent. Uh, Now, what does that do? Well, already with where we sit, uh, the purchasing power of an average income earner has fallen by about $130,000. So that's way down. That's that's the the amount of the loan they can afford. Now, that's super, super low compared to where they were. And uh, and, uh, uh, for every 0.25% increase, you see that fall by another uh, $10,000 odd dollars. So, you know, it gets harder and harder for people, in particular at the, the, the lower income levels or, or first home buyers trying to get into the market. It's getting harder and harder for that group to find their way in. Uh, now, of course, this goes across the board. People at the top end, uh, they have lower purchasing power as well. It's $300,000 for a uh, uh, somebody on uh, double the uh, average income. And, and, and so on, up the, up the scale, uh, everyone will start to see that they cannot borrow as much as they could in the no. past, and they'll have to make some compromises. That's right. Now, Steve, you just touched on there, two interest rate rises. What's then your prediction for tomorrow? Yeah, look, I think it's 0.25. I think the, the Reserve Bank has signalled that it's, uh, it went hard early, and now it's saying, look, I, we want to be a little bit careful because... With, there's a lot of uncertainty overseas about uh, what's happening economically. You know, is is Europe going into recession? Is the US going into recession? Uh, 
there are some strong signs, but there are some weaknesses as well. Uh, China is saying now it's not as bad as we thought, uh, but, but you know, the, there's enough uncertainty for them to not accelerate at, at this point. Uh, so I'm thinking they'll stay conservative for the next couple of months. Uh, it'll be the 0.25, the 0.25, then a pause. Uh, now, is that where it will stop? I'm not so sure of that. Well, I think you're right, Stephen. I think we really need to rely on what the inflation data will be, which is reported in April for the March quarter. Steve Mickenberger, Chief Executive, Group Executive with CanStar, thank you so much for joining me this evening. Thanks, Scott. Total pleasure. Uh, that was Steve. Now, any lift tomorrow will have another shock for mortgage holders. But if you're a saver and if you're a retiree, 131873, because tomorrow you could start to be shopping around your cash rate and more importantly, you could be shopping around some term deposit rates that also might lift. Now, thanks to Steve, who sent me an email earlier today saying how happy he will be for a lift in his savings rate. Although I'm not too sure you need to be an advocate, and, he, and I quote what he said, as a retiree, he's got some revenge on the millennials, end of quote, in getting the bank's savings rate to rise. I suppose it has been a very tough time for many retirees who have been having cash at zero for such a long time. The other thing he wanted to say was that if his deposit has gone from illegal alcohol driving limit to 0.05%, way up to 3.35% tomorrow, he's loving life. No, uh, Stephen, you, uh, your alcohol level is still 0.05% across Australia, so the fact that the cash rate tomorrow might be 3.35% this time tomorrow, that has nothing to do with what the police across Australia govern your, your blood alcohol content if you get behind the wheel. But... Again, he's not alone. 131873, there will be other retirees that will be benefiting from the fact that, you know, $10,000 gets you an extra at 3.25% now is a lot different to nothing, literally almost nothing this time a year ago. Now, the chairman of the ACCC, Gino Casagotlieb, will keep a close eye on what the banks look and do tomorrow if the cash rate does rise. She labelled today that her top priority of 2023, citing the cost of living pressures across Australia, in particular faced by retirees as the elderlies have different reasons to move into aged care or into other types of care. She wants to keep a close eye on what the banks do and make sure that the cash rate increase is passed on to savers and retirees. We'll keep you informed on what takes place with Gina over the coming days and weeks from the ACCC because I think that's a good call. They really have been suffering because, of course, if inflation's at 7 and the cash rate's at 3 then they're losing 4% every year. Working in hand with that is Jim Chalmers. He said he wants the ACCC to enforce the banks to produce thousands of documents that they're not ripping off savers on deposit rates. 131873 if you're a saver, 131873 if you're a retiree, or 131873 if you think you've been getting a fair deal from your bank even if rates have risen, even though Steve just said, make sure you shop around.